Pwede bang palakpakan natin ang ating Panginoon? Hallelujah. Praise God. Ang Panginoong Yesus po ay hindi po namatay nung biyarnes, ha? At uh, nabuhay po muli ngayon, ano? At uh, hindi po siya taon-taon na namamatay. Kundi uh, we are just uh, uh, remembering the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. Pero sa atin, hindi natin uh, nire-remember once a year, but uh, all the days of our lives, every moment, you know, and uh, we keep on uh, digging the very deep meaning of uh, that resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. Ano ba ang connection niya sa buhay natin bilang mga mananampalataya? At alam mo ninyo, this is uh, enjoying. Napakayaman po ang uh, salita ng Diyos. Lalong-lalo na po ang kapahayagan tungkol sa pagkamatay, pagkalibing, at pagkabuhay na maguli ng ating Panginoong Kristo. If we gonna focus on this, we focus on Jesus, we focus on the cross, hallelujah, hindi natin makikita ang sarili natin, pero ang nakikita natin lagi ay ang Panginoon. Amen? Kapag hindi mo kasi makita ang sarili mo, you're not centered to yourself, then you're not living emotionally, you're not living you know, self-centered na you are centered to your pain, <laughs> pain in your emotion, anger, hatred. Actually, lahat ng yun ay ano eh, nakasentered sa sarili. But we gonna center ourselves to the Lord, glory to God. We can be consumed with that great love of our good Lord. Praise God. Eh, sabi ni Sister Carla kanina, dapat daw ay maging ilaw tayo. Ang ilaw, kapag nagliliwanag yan, hindi mo kinakailang sabihing mag-ilaw ka o magliwanag ka sapagkat nagliliwanag talaga yan. Amen? Amen. Sa gitna ng dilim, sa gitna po ng katanghali ang tapat, nagliliwanag po yan. Praise God. At uh, we are not trying to produce light in ourselves. We have that light because the Jesus Christ, the light of the world, lives in us. Amen? Kasi minsan, ano eh, many, many Christians are trying to, uh, you know, uh, nailabas to manifest their light. We are not trying to manifest. Okay? Kusa po yan na we are bringing light into the world. At alam po ninyo, sa, sa mensahe po ng mga tao pong nakaunawa sa biyaya, nabubuhay sa biyaya, nagpapasalamat sa biyaya ng Panginoon, ay... Walang puwang sa kanila ang, ang, ang buhay na tinatawag ni Pablo na makalaman or fruit of the flesh. Because people who live in God's grace are living in the grace of God. Amen? Pag sinabing you're living in the grace of God, it's all about His goodness in your life. And because of that, your mouth is speaking all about the goodness of the Lord at dito po, no? you can manifest the love of the Lord. Ibig sabihin, how to manifest the love of God? You can love people the way Jesus loves them. You can love people unconditionally. And you can love people, glory to God, even uh, uh, to death, nakatulad ng ating Panginoong Sokristo. Okay, so today, uh, let's now go to our series 
Revealing Jesus. And we are now in part three. And uh, this time, we're going to discuss about uh, revealing Jesus, uh, the lamb that was slain even before the foundation of the world. In other words, si Jesus ay naroon na sa pasimula pa bago pa man likhain ang mundo kasama na siya sa blueprint ng Diyos na siyang namatay para sa katubusan ng kasalanan ng daigdig. Wow, napakalalim po nito. Praise God. So, revealing Jesus. You know, there are three questions that I want to uh, uh, clarify in this message. Number one question is, why does God put the forbidden tree in the paradise? Marami kasing nagtatanong, bakit pa kasi inilagay ng Diyos ang puno na ipinagbabawal doon sa paraiso? E di sana hindi nagkasala sina Ebat Adan. Oo nga naman, ano? parang mas matalino tayo sa Diyos. Ano? Okay. And then number two question is this, doesn't God know that man he created will sin or will commit sin? O Tagalog, Hindi ba alam ng Diyos na kanyang li, yung lilikhain niyang tao ay magfo-fall o magkakasala? Yan. So we will clarify all these questions. And the number three, question, number three question is, did God fail when man he created in his image and likeness fall into sin? So ibig sabihin, nung bang ginawa ng Diyos ang mundo, lalong-lalo na ang tao, nung sila nagkasala, Nagfail ba ang Diyos? O failure ba ang Diyos? Kasi, bakit nagfail? Bakit, bakit nagkasala ang taong kanyang nilikha? So, it seems like God is failure. <coughs> so, yan po ang mga bibigyan natin ng uh, clarification in this uh, message this morning. Are you ready? Yes. Praise God. Lord, thank you for your presence and for your anointing. Every time I speak your word, O oh God, you have said that I will, you will going to enclose it with, power of the, with the power of the Holy Spirit and you make it alive into the heart of every listener, Lord. Thank you. We give you praise and honor in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. So let's begin in the paradise again, okay? About the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Okay, it was the picture of the law. God doesn't want us to eat from it because He knows that we can do good independently from Him. Alam niyo parang sa kaisipan natin bilang tao, hindi ba maganda na alam natin ang mabuti at masama? So, natuklasan po natin last Sunday that the very uh, will of God for us or for His creation, a man that was created in the image and likeness of Him will live dependently on Him. Okay? Alam niyo ba na marami pong mga anak <clears throat> sa kanilang pagiging bata, they fully dependent to their parents. Actually, si God, He knows everything. Amen? Praise the Lord. So, God wants you to be dependent on Him. Okay? And uh, here, in Matthew chapter 19, verse 17, 
Si Jesus mismo ay sinabi niya sa isang mayamang lumapit sa kanya, no? na binata, na nagtanong kung paano makamdan ng buhay na wala hanggan. Ang sabi ng mayamang binata ay ito, Good teacher! Alam mo iba na, no? hindi sinaway ni Lord yung binatang mayaman nung tinawag siya ng good, kundi binigyan ni Lord ng emphasis at ipinaliwanag niya kung bakit siya tinawag na good. Ayan sabi niya rito, Jesus said to the young ruler, Why do you call me good? So para bang sinasabi niya, Naintindihan mo ba yung sinasabi mo? Bakit mo ako tinawag na good? And he said, No one is good but one. That is God. So parang sinasabi niya na, You call me good and that is right. Pero ang tanong, naintindihan mo ba yung sinabi mo? Kaya lang, syempre, during the time, eh, mahirap talagang maintindihan ang sinasabi ng Panginoon if you are not in the Holy Spirit because it is only the Holy Spirit that clarify everything and give you understanding about God's Word, about the Word of Jesus Christ. Okay? So dito po sa bahaging ito ng kasulatan, ipinapaabot na Ang tao, independently from God, he cannot do good. Why? Because there is only one good. And that is God. So your knowledge of good is not enough for you to be good. And if you are separated from God, then you cannot do good. So that's the problem. Kaya ayon ni Lord na kumain sila ng bunga ng punong kahoy na nagbibigay ng karunungan na mabuti at masama sabagkat sa totoo lang, kahit alam mo ang mabuti, hindi mo kayang gawin. As sabi ni Lord, John 15.5 I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I and in him bears much fruit. So makakapagbunga lamang <coughs> ang isang tao ng bunga ng banal na spirito bunga ng kabutihan O ano mong bunga yan? Hindi mabunganga. Kundi bunga ng kabutihan. Okay? If you abide in Him, and to abide in Christ means you are in Him and He is in you. You are thinking of Him. You are praising Him. You believe in Him. You have faith in Him. He is the center of your life. For without me, you can do nothing. Oh, di ba? Walang magagawa ang tao kapag siya'y hiwalay sa Diyos. Kahit ikaw ay religyoso and trying to do something good, if you have no relationship with Christ, you have no relationship with Him, kahit napakarami pang mga dos and don'ts, mga ordinansa sa harapan mo, you cannot do good. At yan ang sabi po ni Pablo, no? Sabi rito ni Pablo, apart from Jesus, even we want to do good, we can't do. Paul knows what is good, but he cannot do. Actually, si Pablo, hindi lamang po niya nalalaman ng mabuti. He, he, he can memorize the scripture, <coughs> the Pentateuchs, the first five books of the Bible, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, okay? He can memorize even the period, the exclamation point, the quit, everything, lahat may kahulugan. He knows it. Pero inamin ni Pablo na 
Yung gusto niyang gawin, according to Romans chapter 7, verse 19, for the good that I will to do, I do not do. Alam mo yung mabuti at yun yung gusto kong gawin, kaya lang hindi ko magawa. Gusto kong gumawa ng mabuti pero di ko magawa. I'm trying to be good but I can't be good. That's the problem of religious people. At yan din ang problema ni Pablo. Sinabi niya, but the evil, ang tindiri ito, no? Gusto niyang gumawa ng mabuti pero yung evil, I will not to do that I practice. Yung, yung, yung pangit at 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 evil yung mga makademonyo nagawain at pag-uugali na ayaw kong gawin ay siya kong napapractice siya kong nagagawa yan ipinapahayag dito ni Pablo that yung kanyang buhay nung siya po ay wala sa Panginoon wala pa sa relasyon kay Kristo pero he knows the law very good he knows the law very well. He can memorize the law. Kaya nga po, isa pong katotohanan na kahit na memoryado mo ang Biblia katulad ni Pablo and you know the law perfectly, you can memorize, you can recite. If you have no relationship with Christ, then you cannot produce good because you are separated from good. So you have the knowledge of good, but you cannot do good. That's the problem of religious people. That's the problem of Apostle Paul. Pero ang sabi po niya doon sa verse 25 dyan, ano? sabi niya, Sino ang magliligtas sa akin sa kalagayang ito? And sinabi niya, Praise God, salamat sa Panginoong Heso Kristo. Glory to God. <laughs> Tingnan niyo ha. Nothing good you can produce apart from God. Kung hiwalay ka sa Diyan. Sabi ni Job, chapter 14, verse 4, Who can bring a clean thing out of an unclean? Siya yung nagtatanong, siya rin yung sumagot. No one. Oo, oh, di ba? Kaya nga minsan, ang liwaliwanag ng Biblia, hindi pa rin 1919 yan. Tinanong niya, sinagot pa niya. Tapos, pag tinanong mo yung tao, anong sagot, hindi pa rin niya alam. Nandun na yung sagot. O sino ngayon makakapag-produce ng isang mabuting bagay sa isang taong marumi? Eh kapag hiwalay ka sa Diyos, glory to God, kahit gaano mang ka-relihyoso ang buhay mo, you cannot do something good. Bakit? Hiwalay ka sa Diyos. Kaya nga, to have a knowledge of good is not enough for you to be good. For you to be good, you must be connected to the source of good. And that is God. And that is our Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. 15.14 In the book of Job, what is man that he could be pure? Anong tao? Can he purify himself? No. So, ipinapakita po dito na man is helpless. Man is total, have the total depravity. Ibig sabihin, totally dead without God and if He is separated from God. Although they are knowledgeable, matatalino, pero you are dead if you are separated from God. And again, to have the knowledge of good is not enough for you to be good. You must be connected 
to the tree of life so that you can bear much fruit. And his name is Jesus. Hallelujah. And he who is born of a woman that he could be righteous. O sino dito ang hindi pinanganak ng nanay niya? Sabi niya rito, eh ano, he who is born of a woman, okay, sino dito, in other words for this, for this sentence is that, sino dito ang ipinanganak ng babae at siya ay matuwid? Or in other words, walang taong matuwid na ipinanganak ng babae. Abi grabe. Maliban kay Jesus, syempre. Jesus was born by a virgin. O sino dito ang ipinanganak ng birhen? Okay lang, you can be pure if you are born by a virgin. Amen? Ibig sabihin, yung nanay mo, hindi nakipagtalik sa sino man. Biglang, kang, biglang lumobo yung tiyan niya. Can, can, can a man born by a woman be righteous? No! Yan mong ibig sabihin nito, walang matuwin. Amen? When God gave the law, ibig sabihin, the knowledge of good and evil, He told the Israelites that if they obey, blessings will come upon them. If they disobey, curse will be upon them. Okay. Tingnan nyo ha, nung sinabi ni Lord. Sinasabi na nga ni Lord ng malinaw. God is instructing the Israelites para maging malinaw. Eto, ginagamit ng karamihang mga pastor to. Deuteronomy chapter 28. Now it shall come to pass, if you diligently obey the voice of the Lord your God, to observe, in other words, to observe is to obey. Okay. To observe carefully, maingat na sundin. How many commandments? All. Do you know how many God's commandments? Okay? There are 613 commandments in all. So if you're gonna obey the one, you have to obey all the commandments of God. Actually, this is... This is heavy, man. <laughs> Ito yung mabigat. Eh yun nga lang sambo, the big ten, ha? Hindi nga may memorize ng marami dito eh. Diba? Ano ako na commandment? Pangalawa, pangatlo, wala, zero. Amen? Wala tayong alam. So, if you don't, if you can't memorize, how can you obey? At ang sabi rito, if you, to observe carefully all, not some, not few, but all His commandments, which I command you today, that the Lord your God will set you high above all nations of the earth. And then verse 2, there's, this, this is the promise. But there's a condition. Sabi rito, all these blessings, plural, shall come upon you and overtake you because you obey the voice of the Lord your God. Si pinapaabot ng Panginoon, all these blessings will come upon you if, okay, the word if is a conditional. Blessings will come upon you if. And the word if is nakasalalay sa iyong performance. Nakasalalay sa iyong kabutihan. Nakasalalay sa iyong kakayahan. Na dapat ito ay makita ng mga estralita at sino mang taong reliyoso. Even we, now Christians, na pinapailalim natin ang sarili natin sa 
kautusan na hindi natin kayang gawin ito kung tayo hiwalay sa Diyos. If we have no relationship with God. Ano masasabi natin dapat is hindi po namin kayang gawin. At yan po ang hinahintay ng Panginoon. Ay, hindi mo kayang gawin. Very good. Hallelujah. Dahil hindi mo kayang gawin ang lahat ng inuutos ko at sinabi mo yan at inamin mo. I tell you now, you are very good. Ha? Paano ako nang very good? Hindi ko nga kayang gawin. Sabagkat si Kristo na siyang very good ang siyang gagawa ng lahat ng kautusan para sa iyo. At yung pagsunod niya ay nang siyang pagsunod mo. At ang pagpapalang tatanggapin niya ay siyang pagpapalang tatanggapin mo. Hallelujah. So dito po sa bahaging ito, this is the condition of God to the Israelites. At ito matindi, no? If you do not obey, Deuteronomy 28.15 But it shall come to pass if you do not obey the voice of the Lord your God to observe carefully kinakailangan ha ang pagsunod dito ay may maingat na pagsunod all His commandments and His statutes which I command you today kung hindi raw natin susundin that all these curses will come upon you and overtake you Grabe, no? Darating na sa iyo yung sumpa, i-overtake ka pa niya. Ibig sabihin, hindi mo matatakasan sapagkat sa pagtakbo mo, nandun na siya sa harapan mo. That is the curse. Alam niyo, habang sinasabi ito, and the people say, Amen! Amen! Sabi nila, ang lakas ng loob nilang hamunin ng Diyos. Alam niyo, nakakatakot siya. At minsan, ito nga, punupukol ito ng mga ibang mga, mga ngaral sa kanilang mga tagapakinig. Kaya sinusumpa nila, ang mga hindi nakakasunod. Alam mo ba ninyo na ang chapter na to hindi para sa atin? Para sa mga nasa ilalim ng batas at sa mga taong nagtitiwala na sila ay merong kakayahang maging mabuti sa mata ng Diyos sa pamamagitan ng kanilang sariling pagsunod at gawang kabutihan. Sa kanilang sariling gawain. So, well, there's blessing when you obey. Pero nakakatakot dito is when you disobey, there's curse. At ang conclusion po ng Biblia, no? Nandito ba yun? The law was given to prove man guilty. Tinan nyo ha? Ibinigay ng Diyos ang batas, hindi para ikaw ay mapagpala. Hindi. Ibinigay ni Lord yung mga rules and regulation, hindi para ikaw ay maging mabuti. Kundi para makita mo na yung mga hinihingi ng batas, yung kabutihan na dapat mong gawin, na hindi mo naman kayang gawin, ay hindi mo nga talaga kayang gawin, at makita mo na kailangan mo ng tagapagligtas. Kaya nga nung nagsasalita ang Panginoong Kristo na kahit yung mga taong hindi naman nakikiapid, pero sila'y pwedeng makiapid sa magitan ng kanilang pag-iisip pa lamang ng masama, when you look at a woman with a lustful eyes, you already commit adultery. And all those people na hindi ka nga pumapatay pero nagalit ka sa kapwa mo at isinumpa mo, pumatay ka na rin at pinatay mo na rin siya. At yan po ang buhay natin nun. Ipinapaabot ito ng Panginoong Kristo sa lahat ng tao. Oo, hindi ka nangangalun niya, hindi ka nakikiapid, hindi ka pumapatay. Pero nung nagalit ka at nagkaroon ka ng lustful eyes, you committed and you violate the law. At ano po ngayon ang conclusion ng Panginoon? All have sinned. So, ito po ang sinasabi, ang liwana, ang lino po na sinasabi ni Pablo, we know that whoever the law says, it says to those who are under the law. So, yung batas, actually, it was not given to us, Gentiles, but 
it was given to the Israelites. At ipinag-ibinigay ng Diyos sa mga Israelita para makita ng mga Israelita ang bansang tinawag ng Diyos na kahit sila'y tinawag bukod tangi ay hindi nila kayang gawing mabuti ang kanilang sarili sa magitan ng mga batas ng Diyos. Ginawa silang halimbawa ng Panginoon sa lahat ng bansa sa buong mundo upang makita nila na hindi nila kaya sa kanilang sariling lakas na i-please ang Diyos kundi sa pamamagitan lamang ng gawa ng Diyos sa buhay nila. At yun ay nangyari nung dumating ang ating Panginoong Yeso Kristo. Ayun, sabi rito, that every mouth may be stopped. Zipper. Para hindi magyabang. Pag sinabing, that every mouth may be stopped, ibig sabihin, para hindi magyabang ang sinuman. Hindi nila ipagmalaki ang kanilang sarili. That's the meaning of that. And all the world may become guilty before God. <clears throat> Bakit? Bakit naisama ang mundo? Sabagat kung ang Israelita na binukudtangin ng Diyos ay at binigyan ng batas na hindi nila nagampanan yung batas, yung paggawa ng mabuti na hiningi ng batas, kung sila'y nag-fail, ibig sabihin, all the world is guilty. Eh sino bang magiging matuwid na bansa kung yung bansa na bukod tangi na pinili ng Diyos ay nag-fail so wala nang bansa na matuwid. All the world now is guilty and that is the purpose of the law. Ibinaliwanag ni Pablo. Therefore, kung magkaganon in connection to the 19 verse 19 dito sa verse 20 sabi niya therefore by the deeds of the law Yung pong pagsunod sa batas o yung gawa ng batas sa buhay mo, no flesh will be justified. Walang tao na mapapawalang sala in His sight. For the law is the knowledge of sin. So this is the purpose of the law. Ang batas ibinigay ng Diyos para makita mo ang kasalanan at ang kasalanan ay nasa sa iyo. At yan nga po ang nangyari kina Eva Dada nung sila po'y kumain dun sa fruit of knowledge and good and evil. So wala pong mabuting naibuwa, ano, na, na, naibunga, napalayo sa Diyos. Nadamay tayo. Okay? Now, the verdict. Naghatol ngayon ng Diyos nung ibinigay niyang batas sa isang bansa lamang, ang Israel. Nagfail sila. Hindi nila nagampanan. They found guilty. And because they found guilty, lahat ngayon ng bansa sa mundo, guilty. This is the verdict. There's none righteous, no, not one. There's none who understands. There's none who seek after God. Inanap nyo ba ang Diyos? Wala. Hindi tayo naghanap ng Diyos nun. They have all turned aside. They have together become unprofitable. There's none who does good, no, not one. So this is the verdict. Etong hatol ng Diyos sa lahat. Walang naghahanap sa Diyos. Walang gumagawa ng kabutihan. Wala. Wala. Kahit isa. Nung ang Diyos ngayon ay pinadama niya ang kanyang pag-ibig. Glory to God. Nabuksan ang ating kaisipan. Let's go on. Why does God put the forbidden tree in the paradise? My, my, my answer is this. To teach people that knowing what is good and wrong is not good for them. God wants you 
to depend on Him. Okay? Sabihin po natin sa lahat ng ating mga mahal sa buhay, don't depend on your religion. Don't depend on yourself. Depend on God. Depend on the cross. Ang pinakamagandang sandalan ay yung ginawa ni Kristo dun sa cross. And number two, eto po yung conclusion ko mamaya, to demonstrate His grace and mercy and love. Kasi kung wala po yung punong kahoy na ipinagbawal ng Diyos doon sa halamanan, baka hindi nakita yung biyaya at kahabagan ng Diyos sa tao. Alam nyo, God is so, you know, intellected. Yung, 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 yung grabe ang kanyang karunungan. Mamamangha ka. Doesn't God know that the man He created in His image and likeness will sin? Okay, yun yung pangalawang tanong ha. God is all-knowing, omniscient. So ibig sabihin, because God is all-knowing, He knows everything. Nung likhain niya ang mundo, alam niya kung ano magiging kahinatna na mundo. God is all-knowing, God knows everything. Tinan niyo, antin dito ha, Psalms 47 verse 4. God counts the number of the stars. Tinan niyo, ha? He knows the numbers of the stars. Walang scientist na, al- alam niyo ang conclusion na lang ng scientist nung sila po'y nakapaggawa ng telescope na nakita nila na there are billions hindi kayang bilangin ng mga stars. This is amazing, no? Actually, bago pa man na-discovery ng science, sinabi na ng Bible, hindi kayang bilangin ng mga stars. Hindi kayang bilangin ng tao, pero ang Diyos kaya niyang bilangin. Pero itong mas matindi yung pangalawang sentence. Ano sabi? He calls them all by name. Wow! Lahat ng stars may pangalan at alam ng Diyos ang pangalan ng lahat ng yan. Amazing! That is our God. Pero si Lord, oh, hallelujah! At ito po mas matindi, the Lord knows even the numbers of your hair. Hallelujah! God is all-knowing. God is amazing. Amen? Eh sana kung yung buhok mo lang, eh paano yung buhok lang kasama mo at lahat ng tao, God knows the number of all the hair of all people all over the world. Grabe si Lord. He knows everything. Kaya nga, because He is an omniscient God, ibig sabihin po, mga kapatid, nung likain niya mundo, alam na niya kung ano ang magaganap. Actually, nung tinawag ka ng Diyos, alam na rin niya ang buhay mo mula simula hanggang sa paglisan mo sa mundong ito. Alam niya na sa gitna ay madidepress ka. Alam niya na magpo-fall ka pagkatapos mahirapan ka bumangon. ba? Alam niya rin na ikaw ay Ah, uh, matutulala. Alam niya rin na yayamang ka. At siya nang itinakda niya para sa iyo. God knows everything what is happening in your life. Amen? Alam niya rin na matigas ang ulo mo. Alam niya rin na ganyan ka, matampuhin. Alam niya rin na masayahin ka kahit anong gawin sa'yo. Bali, wala lang sa'yo. You always say, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen? God knows everything. At ito, 
matindi. Kilala ka na nga ng Diyos. He knows you personally. He knows who you are. He knows your ugali. And yet, He loves you so much. Glory to God. Yun ang maganda dun eh. Pero ang just ganito, the more nakilala ka, He knows your failure, He knows your weakness, He knows who you are, He knows your heart, He knows your thinking. Ay, matindi dito yung thinking, ano? At ito, Isaiah 46 verse 10. Declaring the end and the result from the beginning. And the result from the beginning. Doon pa lang sa simula, declare niya ni Lord kung anong magiging ending niya. God knows the beginning and the end. Why? Because He is the beginning and the end. So God knows your life. So nung niklihin niya ang mundo, alam na niya ang magiging kalagayan ng mundo. Kaya yung tanong na hindi ba alam na Lord na magkakasala si Naebat Adan, alam niya. At ito matindi, kahit dahil alam niya, alam na rin ang gagawin niya, may nakahanda na. Praise the Lord. So my counsel, sabi niya rito, and from ancient times, the things that are not yet done, yung mga hindi pa nangyayari sa mata ng tao, sa mata ng Diyos, nakita na niya, saying, my counsel shall stand and I will do all my pleasure and purpose. Kahit anong gawin ng Diablo, kahit anong gawin ng demonyo, kahit magpaka-demonyo siya at magpaka-diablo siya, ang layunin pa rin ng Diyos ang siyang magaganap sa buhay mo. Ang itinakna ng Panginoon ang siyang mangyayari pa rin at magaganap sapagkat walang pwedeng pumigil sa gusto ng Diyos. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Now, let's now go to the Lamb. Ito po yung remedy ni Lord. Jesus Christ, sa pagkakalam natin, ay namatay siya at naibus ang kanyang dugo sa cross ng Kalbaryo nung pumunta siya rito. Pero hindi ganun ang pagkaunawa ni John. Kaya ang tindi ng revelation ni John, the beloved. At ako'y naniniwala na kung bakit ganun katindi ang revelation ni John, the beloved, because he's so clue, close to the heart of God. Ang sabi nga ng Bible, inihilig ni John ang kanyang ulo sa dibdib ni Lord. So pag nahihilig ang ulo mo sa dibdib niya, ibig sabihin, dinig niya yung pintig ng puso ng Panginoon. At yan ang sabi ni Lord sa akin one time. Lord, why you want people to come close? To, why you, your voice is still and small? And the Lord says to me, my voice is still and small because my people who want to hear my voice, I want them to come close to me. Sabagat gusto ko ang bawat isa sa inyo ay malapit sa akin at dinig ang tibok ng puso ko. At nung narinig ko yung grabing iyak ko, Lord, ganun ba talaga kalaki ang pag-ibig mo sa amin? Yes. Hindi kayang unawain ng ating taong kaisipan. It can, only, it can only comprehend in the Spirit. So I tell you, Church, if this is the love of God for you, walang puwang antampo sa mananloob masamang ugali sa buhay mo. I tell you, you are always smiling in God's presence. Do you understand me? Kapagad ang ilaw ni Lord hindi patay sindi. Ang ilaw ni Lord ay lunog nagliliwanag. Kay may bagyo, kay may tsunami, kay may problema, ang ilaw ng Panginoon ay nagliliwanag. 
walang tikil sa pagkaroon liwanag ng Diyos ay hindi di baterya. Ang liwanag ng Panginoon ay walang katapusan. Glory to God. Amen. Peking liwanag yun. Sabagat ang Diablo man, sabi nga po ng Bible, ay pwede rin magmukhang liwanag. Amen? Sabagat ang nabubuhay sa liwanag ay walang ginakatakutan. Amen? Walang iniiwasan. Amen? At walang kinikilangan, kinikilingan. Serbisyong totoo lamang. <laughs> okay, sabi dito, no? 13.8 All the inhabitants of the earth will fall down in adoration. Could you imagine? All the inhabitants, lahat daw ng nabubuhay sa mundong ito will fall down in adoration. Whether they like it or not, sang araw, yung kinakaayawan nila, the lamb that was slain before the foundation of the world, they will fall down. And pay him homage, everyone whose name has not been recorded in the book of life, maski yung mga hindi ligtas. Maski yung mga hindi ligtas, oh. they will recognize Jesus. The lamb that was slain in sacrifice from the foundation of the world. Grabbing revelation to. Kaya nga si Jesus, nag, si, si Lord, nung lighay niya ang mundo, alam nila na magkakasala. Kaya doon pa lang, before the foundation of the world, Christ was already slain for the sacrifice and payment of man's sin. Ang liwanag, grabe, ang lalim nito. Okay? The blood of Jesus was shed for us before the creation of the world but was only revealed to us when Jesus was crucif crucified on the cross, died, and rose again. <clears throat> so magkakaalam natin, actually even I myself before, no? Akala ko lang si Kristo, binayaran niya lang 2,000 years ago. Pero ang katotohanan yung pong ipinapaabot ni John ay binayaran na ng Panginoon bago pa manlikhain ang mundo at nai-reveal lamang, naihayag lamang sa atin nung siya'y pumarito. Ang sabi niya, 1 Peter 1.18, ito naman ang sabi ni Pedro. Si Pedro naman po ito. Isang mangingisda lamang. Pero tingnan nyo naman pag tumanggap siya ng revelation mula sa Panginoon. For you know, <coughs> ibig sabihin, bilang mga Kristiyano, dapat alam mo. You know what was paid to set you free from the worthless manner of life handed down by your ancestors. Tingnan nyo ha. Worthless, last, worth, worthless life daw ang mga itinuro sa atin ng mga ninuno natin na hindi nagbabasa ng Biblia. Yun naman talagang daming itinuro sa atin na walang mali ba lang kung Christian na sila. Diba? <coughs> Ang sabi rito, it was not something that can be destroyed sa silver or gold. Alam daw natin kung ano ang ipinantubos, ibinayad sa atin. Hindi raw gold. Hindi raw silver. So, ibig sabihin, ang presyo mo kapatid ay hindi katapat ng ginto, hindi katapat ng silver o mamahaling bato. Hindi ka ganun ka-cheap, hindi ka ganun ka-mura. Mamahalin ka. Tama ba yung word ko? Mamahalin. Yeah, that's the right word. Hindi yung mamahalin ka niya. Kundi, mamahalin ka kapatid. You, have, you must know your value. Don't devalue yourself. Know that you are precious. Sabagat hindi ka, 
tinubos ng Diyos ng silver at ginto. It was the costly sacrifice of Christ who was like a lamb without defect or flaw. Now verse 20. He had been chosen by God before the creation of the world. Alam din ni, ni Pedro. Ipinahayag din po sa kaniya na yung pagbabayad ng Panginoong Kristo ng kanyang dugo ay nangyari bago pa manlikhain ang mundo and was revealed in the last days for your sake. So ibig sabihin, nai-reveal lamang nung dumating siya dito para makita ng tao. Pero ang katotohanan, siya ay he was slain before the foundation of the world. Now, kita nyo ang katotohanan ha. Did God fail in creating mankind? The fall of mankind did not destroy God's purpose in creating mankind. God is omniscient, all-knowing, and nothing takes Him unaware nor is He unprepared for any event. Hindi po nabigla ang Diyos. <coughs> Nanong kasala si Naeba Dadan eh, pinalanak ko. Mali, mali. Wrong move tayo, wrong move. Hindi ganun si Lord. Na para bang, para bang, ano ba yan? Parang, nagka, hindi po nagkakamali ang Lord. Kaya nga nung ganyan ang mukha mo, hindi nagkamali ang Diyos na ganyan ang dinisin nyo yung mukha para sa'yo, kaya wag mo nang dagdagan pa. Nalulugod ang Diyos sa ilong mong ganyan, wag mo nang patangusin pa, sabagat hindi bagay sa'yo yan. Kahit yung kulay mo, ganyan na talaga yan. Kaya nga, ano eh, alam ng Lord, ibig sabihin nung dinisin nyo ka ng Panginoon, He knows it. He knows everything. Now, None of the rulers of this age, <coughs> not even Satan. Tinan nyo, mag, si, si Satan talaga bobo, no? May, not, not even Satan understand the redemptive power in the blood until after the death and resurrection of Jesus. Hindi rin alin ng Diablo na ganun pala ang plano ng Diyos kasi nga po, nung nagplano ang Diyos, hindi niya isinama si Satanas. Kaya wala siyang kalam-alam. Amen? At ito po yung verse natin. Sabi rito, 1 Corinthians chapter 2. Ito po yung pinahayag naman kay Pablo. Sino yung unang nagpahayag kanina before the foundation of the world? John. Anong pangalawa? Peter. Now, ito ang sinasabi ngayon ni Pablo. The wisdom I proclaim, ano daw yung pinaproklama niya? Karunungan. Wisdom is God's hidden Wisdom. Pag sinabing God's hidden, hindi po naipahayag sa mga demonyo, even to the angels, hindi po naipahayag sa kanila. At sa tao, mga rulers, hindi rin naipahayag sa kanila. Sabi niya, which He had already chosen for our glory even before the world was made. So yung, <coughs> yung karunungan ng Diyos ay pinili na niya yung karunungan na yon bago pa man likhain o gawin ang mundo. None of the rulers of this world knew this wisdom. Maski yung mga mararunong matatalino, even the angels and even the evil spirit, they don't know this God's wisdom. If they had known it, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. Kaya nga maski yung mga pariseyo na matatalino sa kautosan nung araw, nung panahon nila Pablo at panahon na nabubuhay ang Panginoong Kristo, they don't even know this. Even the religious people up to now, they don't even know this. Yung mga religyosong, mga, mga religyosong tao na kanila pong ipinagmamalaki yung kanilang gawa ordinansa upang sila maging mabuti sa mata ng Diyos, they don't even know the wisdom of God. 
But praise the Lord. Hallelujah. It was revealed to Apostle Paul. It was revealed to you and me. And now we know the wisdom of God. And His name is Jesus. At siya, nakarunungan ng Diyos, ay pinili na ng Diyos before the foundation of the world. At ang sabi rito, However, as the scripture says, what no one ever saw or heard, what no one ever thought could happen, is the very thing God prepared for those who love Him. So ibig sabihin, yung karunungan na yun ng Diyos ay inihanda na niya para sa mga taong nagmamahal sa Kanya at minamahal niya. At ang verse 10 sabi niya, It was to us, kasama ka, kasama ako. It was to us that God made known His secret. So ipinahayag na ngayon ng Diyos ang kanyang sikreto sa atin. By means of His Spirit, the Spirit searches everything, even the hidden depths of God's purposes. So ano ngayon yung God's secret? Ano ngayon yung depth spirit that was rebuilt by the Holy Spirit? Sino yung wisdom na ito na ipinahayag ni Pablo at God's wisdom na pinili ng Diyos sa simula pa? Jesus Christ, hallelujah. He is the wisdom of God. Alam niya na ang mundo na kanyang ginawa ay mag, 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 magkakasala ang tao. Alam niya na ang mundo ay masisira. But God has a wisdom to prepare or to repair or to make it beautiful again this world na siyang nasira ng kahaway at ang karunungan niya para muli pong maisaayos ang lahat ng ito ay ang Panginoong Yesu Cristo. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Ito yung pinakamagandang event ng insurance eh. The insurance coming from the Lord. God had taken out an insurance policy before creating mankind. It is fully comprehensive. That insurance is the blood of Jesus. It had been settled before. Amen? Grabe, no? Ang galing-galing talaga ni Lord. Hallelujah. Ang galing-galing ni Lord. Tinan nyo, ha? <coughs> Tinan nyo, ang, ang revelation nung nagkasala si Naebatadan, revealing the blood now. In Genesis 3.21, And the Lord God made clothes out of animal skin for Adam and his wife, and He clothed them. Ang ginawa po nila Naebatadan nung sila po'y nagkasala, sila po'y nagtago. Kaya ang taong nagkasala, minsan nagtatago. Pero si Lord, buti na lang sabi niya, hinanap niya sila. Hinanap ako ng pag-ibig mo, kasaganaay. Ano susunod, darling? Nararanasan. Amen? Ang tindi ng pag-ibig ni Lord, hahanapin ka niya. Amen? Now, the garments is righteousness. So, ibig sabihin, nung sila po ay naked na, Nahayag na po ang kanilang kahihiyan. Kaya wag wag niyo pong ihayag yung kahihiyan ninyo ha. Takpan niyo yan, takpan niyo yan. Nakakahiya yan. Yung mga naglalabas ng na mga nag nakakahiya. Wag mong ihayag ang yung kahihiyan. Tinakpan ni Lord oh. <coughs> Amen. Okay, righteousness yan. Amen. Kaya nga sa magitan ng pananamit, alam mo kung sino yun eh, di ba? The way a man's dress. 
So, binigyan sila ng Lord ng katwiran. Anong katwiran? Kaninong katwiran? Katwiran ng isang hayop. Because ang kinuha ni Lord ay yung pong damit ng hayop. Ay yung skin ng hayop na walang kasalanan. So, they became sinless in the sight of God because of garments. At yan po ay picture ng katwiran ng Panginoong Isokristo. Hindi mo lalagyan ng dahon. Sarili mong self-effort at good works. Yung pong leaves na ikinover nila yung sa kanilang sarili. Kaya don't cover yourself with good works, with your good works. Don't cover yourself with your own effort. Cover yourself with the garments, with the finished work, with the righteousness of our Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. So the garment of skin are a clear indication of the shedding of blood and animal. Kasi nga, <coughs> syempre, very obvious naman, na kapag binalatan mo yung hayop, merong dugo na uh, may bubuhos. So ibig sabihin, for, for your righteousness to be enclosed, para mapap, mapapunta sa iyo ang katwiran ni Kristo, merong dadaloy na dugo. Kaya po yung dugo na yon na dumaloy ang siyang naglinis sa ating mga kasalanan. At nung nalinis na tayo, glory to God, natanggal na yung kasalanan, dinamitan tayo ngayon ng katwiran ng Diyos. At yan po yung restoration na ginawa ng Diyos. Doon lamang po sa Garden of Eden, nung sila'y nagkasala, ipinahayag na ng Diyos sa tao kung papaano niya tutubusin ang lahat ng anak ni Eva at Adan sa pamamagitan ng sakripisyong gagawin ng tunay na kordero ng Diyos na mag-aalis ng kasalanan at nag-aalis ng kasalanan ng sanlibutan. It was revealed even before in the Garden of Adam. Hallelujah. Tinan nyo ha, Leviticus 17.1 <coughs> Ipinahayag na naman ito ni Lord nang ibigay niya ang batas sa mga Israelita. The life of every living thing is in the blood and that is why the Lord has commanded that all be poured all blood be poured out on the altar to take away the people's sin. Blood which is life take away sin. So ang tunay lamang na kapag alis ng kasalanan ay yung dugo. Pero sabi nga hindi na yung dugo ng hayop. Hebrews 9.22 Indeed, according to the law, almost everything is purified by blood and sins are forgiven only if blood is poured out. Okay? So there's no forgiveness of sin. Kaya nga po, hindi kayo mapapatawad sa mga kasalanan nyo. Sabi, Lord, patawarin mo ako. Ako po'y, ako po'y maglalakad ng paluhod. Ako po'y mag, mag, magpapasan ng cross. Ako po'y magpapahiram ng aking sarili. God cannot forgive you for that. Sa kanyang ginagawa mo, you are mocking God. You are degrading and rejecting the work of Christ at the cross. Alam niyo ba na ang maganong mga gawain, mga kapatid? Yung pagsasakripisyo mo upang nang sa ganun maging katanggap-tanggap ka sa Diyos ay paghamak sa ginawa ni Kristo doon sa cross para mong sinasabi na hindi karapat dapat yung ginawa niya at ang ginagawa mo ang karapat dapat and that is mocking that is in innocence that is ignorance that is stupidity that is foolishness in the sight of God so it's now time for us to be open up and know that there's only one way for your sins to be forgiven and that is the shedding blood of Jesus Christ na siyang ginawa, initiate ng ating Panginoong Kristo. even in the Garden of Eden nung nagkasala ang ating unang mga magulang at siyan po ang ginawa ng ating Panginoong Kristo doon sa Cruz ng Kalbaryo kaya nga po ipinapahayag natin ngayon na walang ibang paraan upang ang tao ay maging karapat dapat at malinis ang kanyang kasalanan kundi sa mamagitan ng dugo ni Kristo na naibuhos doon sa Cruz ng Kalbaryo Oh, thank you for the blood of Jesus. 
Hebrew 9.12 With his own blood Kaninong blood? The blood of Jesus Not the blood of goats and the calves He entered the most holy place once for all Time and secured our redemptions forever We have the redemption secured forever Kaya yung redemption mo Kapatid Hindi lang po siya secured ng pang isang buwan, pang isang taon. It is secured forever. Pero kung dugo yan ng hayop at dugo ng sakripisyo mo yan, naku, walang security dyan. Amen? But in the blood of Christ, there is security. Under the old system, the blood of goats and bulls and the ashes of heifer could cleanse people's bodies from ceremonial impurity. Sabagad yun ang ordinance na ipinigay ng Diyos. Just think how much more the blood of Christ will purify our consciences from sinful deeds so that we can worship the living God. Hallelujah! The blood of Jesus Christ will purify your conscience. It is by the blood that your sins is forgiven. It is your, the blood of Jesus Christ that was shed at the cross of Calvary that your heart being cleansed and purified so that you can worship the living God. Amen. For the power of the eternal spirit, Christ offered himself to God as perfect sacrifice for our sin. So yung dugo dito na sinasabi po sa Hebreyo ay yung dugong na sa krus ng Kalbaryo, pero po yung dugo na yan ay naihanda na ng Panginoon before the foundation of the world. Hallelujah to the living God. Kapag naunawaan mo ito, you gonna worship God and give thanks to God. If you gonna focus your heart and your mind to all of these things na ginawa ng Panginoon, Hallelujah, I tell you. You get in love with Him. And those people who get in love with God, get in love with all people also. Kung ano ang puso ng Diyos na nais niya, na maligtas ang lahat ng tao, yun din na magiging nais mo. You want all people to be saved also. You're gonna share these things and this truth to all people. Hebrew 9.28, also Christ was offered once for all time, a sacrifice to take away the sins of many people. Why many people? Because not all will believe. Those only believe. You need to believe. You need to receive. He will come again. Not to deal with our sins, but to bring salvation to all who are eagerly waiting for Him. <coughs> yung pong salvation dito ay yun po yung ganap na kaligtasan, spirit, soul, and body. When Christ came, come again, hallelujah, ang buong kaligtasan ng ating espiritu, kaluluwa at katawan, mapapalitan ng ating katawan ng katawang panlangit. Glory to God, I tell you, you will be a perfect creation created in the image and likeness of God. Makikita nyo na pagdating ng Panginoong Kristo, yung kagandahan, perfectness, holiness ng Espiritu mo sapagat maaan, mababa, naag na, makikita na in the outside when God sa pagdating ng Panginoon ay mapalitan yung katawan natin ng katawang panlangit. Heaven is a place of perfection. Therefore, your face and body will become perfect. Your health become perfect. Totoo po yun. Eh, no? Pagdating ng Panginoon. Now, the last verse. Ito yung sasabi ko kanina. Sabi ni Pablo again, 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse 9, God save us. Yung save dun ay 
past tense, nangyari na, naganap na. And called us to live a holy life. Yan. Pag sinabing holy life, separated from the systems of the world. Separated from darkness. So tinawag tayo, niligtas tayo ng Diyos at tinawag tayo para sa banal na pamumuhay. Separated na buhay. Hindi tayo nabubuhay katulad ng mundo. Na yung nakikita natin sa mundo ay ginagaya natin, hayaan natin na ang mundo ang gumaya sa atin, hindi tayo ang gagaya sa mundo. Don't be influenced by the world, but influence the world by heaven's culture. The culture of a grace people. The culture of a godly people. The culture of the kingdom of God. We must, you know, uh, affect this world with the culture of God. And don't be affected by the, by the culture of this world. Okay, ang sabi rito, God called us to live a holy life. That is our life now. Sabi mo nga sa katabi mo, nabasa mo yon. Ayan. Okay na kayo lang, maintindihan mo ha. He did this, ginawa niya ito, not because we deserve it. But because, grabe! That was His plan before the beginning of time. Yun talaga ang plano na na ng Diyos nung una pa man. Hallelujah! Ano yung plano niya? To show us His grace through Christ Jesus. Hallelujah! So, ibig sabihin mga kapatid, nung ligahin ng Diyos sa mundo, alam niya na magkakasala ang tao at alam na niya ang gagawin niya. At mula't mula pa, ang plano na niya talaga sa lahat ng tao na nilikha niya ay ipakita at ipamalas ang kanyang biyaya sa lahat ng tao. Kaya pala, sa huling panahong ito, ang mensahe ng biyaya ang naipapangaral sapagkat yan ang gusto ng Diyos na makita, maranasan ng lahat ang mananampalataya sapagkat sa pamamagitan ng biyaya ng Diyos if they understand this grace of God they will glorify God they will worship God they will offer themselves to God and they will say to God God you are amazing you are beautiful your name is wonderful your name is great hallelujah you can only see and understand the greatness, the beauty, the amazing love of God when you understand this grace. Yeah. Hallelujah. At hindi ako nagtataka kung bakit bago siya dumating ay ang mensahe na naririnig at umaalingaw-ngaw sa lahat ng lansangan sa social media ay ang mensahe ng biyaya. Grace, grace. Hallelujah. This is the very plan of God before, even before the foundation of the world. And you know who this grace is? Jesus. Jesus. Yan na ang gustong ipamalas ng Diyos sa simula at simula pa. 